Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. Welcome to the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. This is the place where you'll find real conversations with real sales leaders about how you can leverage sales technology to get ahead of the pack. Improve your sales numbers by taking advantage of emerging technology before your competitors get there first. They'll share everything from the trends they're seeing in the marketplace to actionable strategies that you can use to make more sales today. So if you're ready for a value-packed interview, listen. And on. Here's your host, Morgan Williams. Welcome to the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Williams, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing Laura McGregor, CEO and co-founder of Commission Crowd. Commission Crowd saves companies over six figures in sales team staffing costs. It can be very frustrating and overwhelming as a business owner, executive, or VP of sales to be responsible for business growth with limited resources and budget. Her platform allows you to network and connect professional B2B commission-only sales partners around the world so you can increase revenues at home as well as open up brand new markets. Most commission-only sales reps are seasoned professionals who have left full-time employment at the top of their game to sell on a freelance basis. They do this so that they can represent multiple companies and products, thereby maximizing their earnings. Commission crowd equals no ceiling sales, both for companies and the sales agents that represent them. Laura, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me, Morgan. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Glad you could join. Can you walk us through your background and how it's led to what you're doing now over at Commission Crowd? Yeah, sure. So I'm Canadian, but the company is a UK-based company. And I met my business partners, Alistair and Ryan, when I was in Edinburgh. And we actually had a digital marketing company. And through one of our clients, we had this opportunity to work with a very large digital marketing company out of Los Angeles. And they were looking to bring their brand to the UK market. And um, we were to replicate their model of working with commission-only sales agents. And they had a hundred strong commission-only sales team, which thinking back now, I think is pretty much unheard of. It was, it was a machine, I'm telling you. And it all sounded pretty reasonable and pretty easy to do. And we're very ambitious people. And we thought, yeah, let's just go for it. And um, it was so much fun to use our marketing skills to bring a new brand and to kind of reshape it for the UK market. And I think that often working with agents, that's a really great way of doing that to bring open new territories and things. So we were excited to have that opportunity to work with agents. But the problem was, is that we didn't know how to find them. We didn't know how to train them. We didn't know really what they were or what they wanted. And so what we ended up doing was uh, convincing a lot of unemployed salespeople to work for free. (laughs) And, (laughs) And although I, you know, that's a one way of doing it. It's a hard way. And over time, we just failed really badly. And we just got really good at the way you do when you work really hard at something. We got really good at, you know, learning what they wanted and what they needed and 
how they wanted to be treated and all of these things, what kind of training was required. And using our SEO skills and our social media skills, we were able to then actually find agents by throwing up a landing page and attracting them to that. Over time, what happened was companies started finding these landing pages that we had put up and kept saying, I keep finding you for commission-only sales. Is this something that you can help us with? We thought, hey, let's test it and see. And so we threw up another landing page and we said, okay, your company, let us know here if you're interested in agents. And if you're an agent, let us know that you're interested in opportunities. And we had thousands of people sign mm-hmm. up really quickly. And we thought, okay, well, there's, there's something more here. (laughs) You know, there's a a real, a market for this. And then what was interesting is that when you sit back and you look through your experience of doing things and building and solving problems, we thought, well, maybe we could use our tech skills because we did software design and things like that as well. And we thought, well, maybe we can build a platform that solved a lot of these other problems for companies too. And when we market tested those ideas, everybody was like, oh, yeah, that would be great. Both sides of the platform seemed really keen. And Commission Crab was born. Wow. I like that because you scratched your own itch. You were like working to do this for a client and then kind of pivoted off that and started like building this platform out kind of like step by step. And it took like a really lean approach with the landing page. I really like that. That process of trying to figuring out and discovering like you started with unemployed agents. They're trying to find unemployed salespeople and realize like that wasn't really the path. So I assume you then tried to attract people who already had existing connections right. in the industry and like kind of match them up. And you did that with SEO. So like what was like the time frame of you doing this and what did this look like when you were kind of doing this like attraction process? Yeah. So I guess yeah, when we figured out that there was an entire industry of commission-only sales reps who, like you said in your intro, had left full-time employment at the top of their game in order to do this. It was like, oh, well, how do we find those guys? You know? right. And the couple that we learned was that agents have, have a, an issue as well. If they're approaching a new company principal, I mean, it kind of sounds too good to be true sometimes, you know, like, hey, I'm going to represent you and I'm not going to charge you any money. And I just want to like, and so the, what we found was that there was this kind of disconnect in trust. And, yeah. and that's where I think the platform does a lot to help build that trust faster by mm-hmm. being able to present people's credentials in that very unique way. Do you know, because I think uh, um, very often their profiles on LinkedIn aren't even, if only they all said, I'm a commission-only sales agent, which isn't the case. It, very often they're out there representing the multiple products and services that they're selling. And so their profiles look like that and they don't look like, hey, I'm a freelance salesperson, do you know? Mm-hmm. So Commission Crowd kind of gives you that space to be able to build that trust faster. Does that answer your question? Sorry, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. It does. You were kind of just going out and basically it was easier to find who we were looking for because you knew exactly who that was. Like you were, yeah. you started to, so would you kind of go by industry? Did you kind of break things down and like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, we have, I think over 140 different industries. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of use LinkedIn as the template for that because there's a lot of great industry standard there. What we found because of the nature of our background and the nature of how we were recruiting agents online, we tend to find more technology-based, service-based sure. agents. 
and companies. So I think it started there and it's just kind of grown out from that mm-hmm. point. Now we have sales opportunities in almost all of our categories. So nice. Now, from the company's perspective, it's kind of like you mentioned, too good to be true. What do I have to lose? I imagine that if a commission only sales rep is going to work for a company, right, that company's got to have some sort of infrastructure in place to support them when they're kind of doing what they need to do because, you know, they're not supporting them financially. So they need to make it, you know, as easy as possible for them to sell. What does that look like, like for companies that are looking to attract people? What types of things do they need in place when they're looking to bring in commission? Yeah, that's a great question. The most intuitive thing to think is that this is amazing for startups, you know, oh, like you're at that very beginning stage and you need somebody to really believe in you and you want to focus and tackle new territories. But often it's not the case. And what I like to tell people is to really think about the hiring of a commissionally sales agent in a very similar way that you would your series A first investment. So the, and see the agent as the investor, they're investing their time. What they really want to see is some track record. They want to see a company who is at that growth stage. They've got a great website. They've got customers who know, like, and trust them. They've figured out the sales process. They've got great marketing, a good, like all of the things that really kind of showcase, Hey, I'm a real business the risk is low. And then other than that, it's really just making sure there's enough in it for the agent. So typically we see deal values of over 5,000 as one off or monthly reoccurring income of 500 or more. And when we hit that sweet spot between the company and the stage of growth they're at, as well as the product and service, that's where great relationships can be formed. And I want to say, it's not to say that no startups wouldn't, that agents wouldn't be interested in no startups. I mean, sometimes innovation is the key to everything, you Mm -hmm. know? doing something that's never been done before and it is so exciting and it's changing and it's solving real problems in this really great way you're really switched on and you've got a good website and you're a little bit to like you're maybe halfway to growth you know, mm-hmm. that growth stage that's still an okay time but i would say typically what we ask is for companies and we try and nurture and help companies as well we learned very early on that education was a huge part of what we're doing here not only about educating companies about how to work with agents but also very often founders start companies and they're really great at doing the thing that they're great at but they're not great at the marketing piece and things like that and so with the help of jess magooch we certainly developed programs to help startup founders you know get to where they need to be to what we call agent readiness, you know? Mm -hmm. So when your business is at that stage where, and we try and we love that part. Like our heart and soul was always marketing with small or medium sized businesses. So Mm -hmm. for us, that just is is such a pleasure. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Can you think of an example of company in an industry? You don't have to give the name, but just where it worked out really well, like they were offering a specific, products or type of product and at a price point and it ended up working really well. They attract a lot of agents and give me an example like that. Well, I certainly do. Our example is one of the best, you know, because mm-hmm. <laughs> we've grown so fast with the help of commercial sales agents. And I think in saying that, I think that that's 
also the difference a little bit too is because our memberships don't even meet our minimum sales value for what we recommend for agents. Mm-hmm. But so one of the things that is against that that you can counterbalance that with is if you have leads in your company, that's also very attractive to agents and also very uh, short sales cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, I think if you think of any SaaS company, I, I mean, SaaS is great because there's so much in it to share. The margins are so big, you know. So from that perspective, I would say that the companies that traditionally have used traditionally sales agents were manufacturers. And so to say that if you've got a product, it's not attractive, is wrong. But I would say that it's just a smaller commission vibe. If you've got a product, your margins are just squeezed. So we tend to see um, a lot of success with tech startups, with SaaS companies, with consultancies, with marketers, that kind of thing. Gotcha. So something with an offering with large margins where there's a lot that can be shared with the agents and selling something that's in high demand, like like what you guys offer. I haven't seen that anywhere else. And it's obviously in in high demand. I mean, people want commission-only salespeople and commission-only salespeople want good opportunities, right? And every business needs sales, you know? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, what you do is so great because it's the same thing that a commissionally sales agent is doing day in and day out, except for very often they're using their relationships. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at this network of clients and contacts that have, so have, that have bought from them in the past. They're seeing and touching base and having that relationship and understanding the needs and qualifying them. Or, you know, or is this something that might be helpful for you and your business? So very same to the just a different way of processing. Absolutely. Have you come across anything when building your company, whether dealing with you know the supply side or demand side and growing it, that you hadn't expected to be true or just been surprised by anything with just the um, dynamics not, of a commission? I thought this was only 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think a VC told me very, very early on in the development stage, he said, no, I'm out. I said, why? It's amazing. Everybody loves it. He said, no, it's too, don't build a two-sided marketplace. It's too complicated. You know, mm-hmm. and, it, and I was like, whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're doing it. It's great. But wow. It's like building two companies. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it really truly is two companies and you have to, you have two totally different sets of needs and two, different products and how you communicate to them is so different. And we didn't anticipate the depth of how big that was you know, and how much work would have to go into. And it's chicken and egg for so long. So there's a long period of time where, you know, if you don't have the companies, you can't get the agents, you can't get the agents, you can't get the companies. Right. So I don't know, two-sided marketplaces, I, I'm telling you, it's, it's extra. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I like that. You mentioned building two companies. That makes sense. It's like you're tugging at two different ends, trying to bring them together for sure. What would you say when like for, let's say, have you ever been approached by like a sales manager who they just need kind of like those next steps to get started? Like they may not have like complete control over their company. Like they may not be a founder or CEO who can like, 
make sweeping decisions and kind of like get the ball rolling, but they know that like a commission only relationship would help them. Do you ever get approached by people or how would it work for people who are maybe working inside of a company or like looking to augment with commission only sales, but there's not as much that they can control. You know what I mean? In their business. Yeah. I mean, it's tricky. I was actually having a conversation with the VP of sales at a very large organization just last week. And he was saying, wow, that's really interesting. I'm thinking of maybe recruiting some commissionally salespeople to help me with my role. And I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. And you would just share the commissions. Is that kind of your thinking on that? And he said, yeah. And I said, okay, well, yeah, it's not traditional, but what we do see is companies who have internal sales teams who are also thinking of this outsourced team, a standalone thing that they do as well as mm-hmm. having an internal team. And it's just like having any kind of referral network. Do you know, like if mm-hmm. you've got a referral program or anything like that, if you've got a, an army of agents who know, like, and trust you and want to talk about what you do, you don't have to necessarily contract with them all the time you know like you can just form a great relationship and what i always say is agents are very opportunistic in the mm-hmm. best sense of the word. they see opportunity when it presents itself and so you know it's great i mean i love talking to salespeople because you just never know and i get referrals oh years and years and years after hey and that's another great thing about salespeople is that they love relationships and so for them it's about making sure that they're movers and shakers. They're putting the right connections together. And I think genuinely they want to be helpful in that way. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of salespeople, I, we first start off by talking about this is a great fit for someone who's later in their career or you know they've established a lot of connections. Have you seen being an agent or being a commission agent successful for someone who's earlier career, maybe mid-career, doesn't necessarily have those connections built up yet, but they're still looking for, they're still interested in like different opportunities. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this industry is so well aligned to millennials, so well, so well aligned to this ambitious, want to work from anywhere, want to have this kind of lifestyle where I can take my business on the go, I can form relationships online, I can do my prospecting wherever I want, you know, and and so what I always say to agents who are just starting out, and we get a lot of college students or people who are thinking, hey, you know what, this could be really great because it really meets the my heart values, the things that I really wanted a life, you know, (laughs) make good money and see the world and do the thing. But at the same time, so what I always say to them is, you know, find something that you're very passionate about, you know, like if you're really passionate about fashion and build a network of buyers, you know, build a network of people who are in that industry, go out and, and craft your LinkedIn network from the bottom up, you know, Mm -hmm. So it's not about this haphazard, who did I meet at a networking event? It's like, hey, I really love this industry. Here's the people that I want to talk to every day. Mm -hmm. This is what really lights my fire. And over time, what you'll find is that you can then diversify your portfolio. So if you've got a bunch of buyers, now you can represent lots of different fashion brands or lots of different jewelry or lots of, you know, different um, shoes or, you know, any, anything within that space or even advertising or 
So it's finding those non-competing but complementary products and services that your network will buy. Nice. Yeah, I think it's great for people. And also because it's commission only is so relationship based, mm-hmm. there's just such a huge opportunity, I think, for people to be consultative, which I think is just the way people want to yeah. buy these days too, you know? And Absolutely. I think that really works with the overcoming that icky, yucky, sleazy kind of sales mindset that of mm-hmm. the past, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Like I think, like I said to you when we first started, talking here let's just have a conversation you know like that's what it's about and you never know where it's gonna go absolutely i want to talk about the actual experience of joining the platform for a company so you know someone's listening who joining commission crowd would be a good fit for on the company side i know that you don't just play matchmaker you actually facilitate not necessarily facilitate but you have kind of the infrastructure in place for people to transfer to transfer payments to agents, right? And to uh, you have like a CRM for them to keep track of things while they're working. Can you explain more about that? Kind of the feature, yeah. what you have in place? Yeah, of course. Well, so what we wanted to do is provide as much value to the sales agents as possible within the platform. And we wanted them to have a home for, because they don't have, real teams. They don't go to an office. They don't do all these things. And so we wanted to find, and also time is everything to them. So we wanted to save them as much time as possible. And so what we've done in, in the platform is we have an integrated CRM solution, which means that they can be representing multiple companies at once, but if they're connected within the platform with those companies, they can update their CRM system and, and the company is able to get an oversight into how the deals are progressing. One of the very worst things that you can do with a independent rep is to micromanage or, you know, and sometimes that's really tricky for a company. Like, how do I know what is happening and what's not without actually managing them? Like, it's actually against the contract and the the whole principle to be able to say to an agent, you have to be here at this time and you have to show up and you have to have to anything have to is like, no, stop, (laughs) you know, like they're independent. They do what they want and they're motivated by their own passion and, and hopefully a passion for your product. Right. So our platform allows a company to get that oversight and also for an agent to not have to, constantly be giving all these updates all the time by well also um, maintaining both parties economy you know so and then the crm is a very very simple crm system we were not a lot of crms out there are, are built for management teams they're there right. for the reporting and the data and all of that they're not there for the agent so much and so what we wanted to build is something really great and simple something so easy to use and we're not trying to compete as a CRM in this space. We actually are the anti-CRM. Do you know we like to yeah. say that? Think of like an elevated spreadsheet. That's what we're providing you with. That's great. But uh, on the front end. Simple. But right. the back end has got all this great functionality tied in. So you can invoice against closed deals. You can get mm. paid throughout the platform. You can track and manage your business uh, in this really seamless uh, way. And also from a compliance perspective, I think it's really important to say that when a company and an agent are working together and in America, that's like a 1099. Mm-hmm. Um, if the tax inspector were to come and say, Hey, what makes this guy, the 1099 contractor 
actually a contractor and not your employee. And this happens all the time, you know, and we see this in the news very frequently with Uber and all these new uh, uprising of freelance kind of Mm -hmm. things. We have to, as, as a company, from a compliance perspective, you really do need to manage how do you have those very separate lines of communication and very dealing with your outsourced sales staff. So Commission Crowd acts as that compliant resource at the same time because everything is is different and yet there's the oversight when required. That's great. I didn't even think of that because that can turn into a big issue. Employee and contractor status. Taxes. (laughs) It's a nightmare. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a huge pain point that you guys solve. And obviously for the companies, but obviously it's good for the contractors as well because like you mentioned, there's a lot of different CRMs out there. There's a lot of different technology and it, it can be a, a whole job in itself just to get onboarded into somebody's system. And yeah. And, yeah, you know, be- just to keep it up to date, like all this, you know, to make it maximize what you want it to do. And I think sometimes the worst things that can happen is when you get into this analysis paralysis with technology, like, yeah. I don't even want to use technology right now because I know I'm not utilizing it the best way I can. Well, what you need to do is you need to know who you talk to. You need to know what was said and you need to know where you are in the pipeline, right? (laughs) And that's what we help you do for free. Like it's free, it's free, right? And also companies, if they buy a membership, they've got that access to this program as well. Mm -hmm. Everything else is just kind of extra bells and whistles. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Laura, it's been great getting to speak with you to learn more about Commission Crowd. And I think what you guys are doing is really cool, interesting. I'm glad you come on and talk about this. I think a lot of people get a lot of value out of this. And it's definitely something that is, like you mentioned, every business wants sales. And for the right company and the right contract, you know, 100% commission agreement makes sense. The relationship makes sense. So. Well, thank you so much for having me. And if anybody is interested and you're not mm-hmm. sure, am I, is it a good fit or not? It's free to register on Commission Crowd. Just come on in. You, we've got a survey in there and we'll tell you straight, you know, if you're not ready, if it's not time yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, definitely go ahead and you can see all the agents. We try and be as transparent as possible. See all the agents in the database. And if it suits you, great. If you want to have a conversation, great. So appreciate that. And I appreciate all the things that you do to educate everybody on sales and lead gen. And I think what you do is just great. And I've, I've told you that before. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I do. Well, thanks again so much and look forward to the next time we get to chat. Great. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. If you love what you heard, be sure to head back to morgandwilliams.com and go over to the podcast page for today's show notes and a ton of additional resources. But before you go, hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on the next value-packed interview. Enjoy the rest of your week and make sure to take action.